When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Come on. Get ready. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. Why is it not called a milk shook when sorry made? Nobody shakes or nobody shooks the shake. Yeah. No, he's saying that you shake the shook. You don't shook the shake. You don't shook it. Yeah, you, that's Nothing what you do to shook. clams. No, you shake shook it. That, you you shook. shook a clam. That's shucking. No, that's like when you, you say your shoulders. That's, 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 that's when your shoulders go shook. up. <laughs> that's shrugging. Dave and Mahoney. A bunch of them got ill with diarrhea. There's an 30, epidemic going on right now. Yeah, it's, all, it's happening in Europe. I just hope this is not like the second coming of COVID or something like that, like another national outbreak. Can you imagine how COVID much too, worse it would be than COVID if instead of wearing a mask, everyone's had to wear diapers because <laughs> you're crapping yourself? And you know there's going to be people who are like, I ain't wearing that diaper. No, man, I'm too free. I crap myself like a pure-blooded American. <laughs> <laughs> and now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news. Some bad news? Yeah. Uh, Okay, so I don't know a whole lot about uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and his politics. I just know that he's, like, running as an independent, and uh, he's been on Joe Rogan's podcast. Uh, I don't really care about uh, him or his politics uh, because I'm not an overly political person, but I will say it's bad news for Robert Kennedy uh, Jr. uh, because I think his political career is over. And the reason why? is because somebody took a picture of him. He was on a flight going from Portland to Dallas, and he was sitting in the first-class cabin, as you might expect that he would be. And uh, they took a picture of him going to the bathroom. And he looks like he's about three rows back. Okay. And the reason why this is the end of his political career... a little weird. He is... They took a picture of him. They took a picture of him. Why? And he is totally shoeless and sockless. He took his shoes and his socks off on a flight from Portland That's to Dallas. That's how you assert your dominance, Dave. That's no. how you say, I'm going to be the next president of the United States is no. whenever I'm yeah, walking man, with this, my piggies out You think this is going to hurt class. his career, man? Nah, man, this is, this is going to skyrocket you, him. You walk to the bathroom barefoot on a commercial flight, and by the he way... He doesn't they, care. Yeah. Germs? Who are they? They don't affect a kid. Yeah, man, he, he doesn't believe in COVID. You think he believes in foot germs? <laughs> You can sit here and debate about COVID all day if you want, but I mean, I think we can all agree foot germs are a thing, yeah, man. Especially Dave, in the yeah, 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 all socks are masks for your feet. You know what? I want to start. <laughs> I want to start the propaganda that he's just trying to get the immunities of his wife up because she likes stuck it on his. Is that, is that what it is? You know, <laughs> you, you know who, you know who his wife maybe. is? Miss Kennedy. <laughs> no, it, it's it's the, it's Cher, the actress Cheryl Hines who played Larry David's wife on Curb Your Enthusiasm. No way. Yeah, that's right. Well, she's way Cheryl too hot. Hines, she's way too Kennedy. hot for him. Yeah. Well, I mean, but she's a toe sucker, so that's why. <laughs> you heard it here first, You folks. heard it here first. That's Bathroom right. toe sucking. Yeah. Well, maybe Sucks. you guys are right. Maybe it's actually good news for Robert F. Kennedy and his political aspirations, mm-hmm. and he is just too tough for socks. <laughs> socks are just masks for your feet. Group. Oh, some, so uh, some good news today as well. Uh, this is a convenient way to get rid of that rotten-ass Halloween pumpkin that you have. You know, I, I actually got a little shamed this weekend because... I took the Halloween decorations down, and when I was taking them down, my wife informed me that she had been, quote, so embarrassed that we hadn't taken them down earlier. I'm like, okay. 
Could have left that detail out. But I mean, it's like two weeks. Dude, no, I mean, man. that's a long I was, time. I was out of town the weekend after Thanksgiving. Yeah. The thing, or not Thanksgiving, but Halloween was on a Tuesday. I was out of town the following weekend. Two weeks is too long, man. It, it wasn't two weeks, you got, you man. You got a week. You got a week. No, they, the, the Halloween decorations were up for less than 30 days. What were you doing total. on Wednesday? It doesn't matter what, what they I was were doing on Wednesday. What were you doing on a Monday? Yeah, just, I was working. Just because like, you, you slackers. Just because you, you got your Halloween uh, decorations up late this year. I didn't get them up late. I got them up right on time. Doesn't mean that you can keep them up late, man. November 1st, we know that's Christmas. Christmas lights go up November 1st. <sighs> Hoping for some support from my dear friends, but I guess your wife's, not. Your wife's right. So a, uh, a ring doorbell camera in Alaska captured a large, a huge moose walking over and Aww. just straight up eating the pumpkin right off this lady's porch. Hell yeah. Aww, I mean, that's one way to get rid of it, too. right? Because like, there's, there's nothing grosser than having to pick up a half decomposed pumpkin and throw it in the trash. I've seen then, some like yeah. I've seen some carved pumpkins in my neighborhood that have become flat. And yeah, it's, it's nasty. Just disgusting. People just leaving them out. They're nasty like that? as hell, yeah. man. People are gross. If you are not taking care of your pumpkin, whenever it gets all gooey, what are you going to do? Are you just going to turn it into pumpkin soup on your doorstep? Yeah, pumpkin self care is important. It is. it is. That's so gross. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. It doesn't matter if you want to escape it. You just can't. And now even Audrey is on board with this whole Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift thing. It was heating up over the weekend. What do you mean I am just now getting on board? I'm not even a Swifty, and I feel like I have loved this love from the jump. Well, you uh, seem like you are ratcheting up your love for it. Uh, because oh, it's it's now, blasting off into the ether for sure. Yeah, now now you're posting about it and everything else. Yeah, but I wasn't posting about it. It did uh, <laughs> it did take a, another big step this weekend. She was changing the lyrics to some of her songs to the you know the guy in the Chiefs that comes straight home to Karma me. Karma is a boy from the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I think that's what the lyric is. I'm not who sweaty. comes home to me. Yeah, who comes home to me? Yeah, yeah. we got there together. Yeah, we did. We did. <laughs> And yeah, he was he was he was up. very uh, very excited by this, and you know what? You know, I'm. I'm What's here. interesting though is he looked fairly bored until that point. No I don't man, know. you didn't see him boogieing with a bag of potato chips, don't I mi- you? Maybe uh-uh. I missed it. Okay, yeah, okay. No. Oh, it's a, uh, <laughs> maybe he was not bored. He was boogieing. He was dancing. They've got all kinds of videos of him out there. But uh, the, the, there's now some PDA on public file because she's running up to him and kissing him after the show, and it does seem like their relationship is progressing. So I saw. The reason why I think, this is the most perfect take. The reason why I think that everyone is so obsessed with this, Taylor Swift has always been really, really private about all of her relationships until the breakup, right? right? Like, and then you get the album. So this is our first, like, public display of her being proud and in love. The guy who she's with isn't insecure about her fandom because he's got his own fandom too. Like he is Travis Kelsey, the best tight end to exist per your old words. I don't really know. And then (laughs) Taylor Swift is the biggest superstar probably globally that we have at the moment. So the two of them combined displaying their love is super cute. Mahoney, as a Chiefs fan though, I mean, because going to Argentina, regardless of if you're doing it on a private jet or not, that's a pretty big move during the NFL season, so are you, you going you, you to be? You got a week and a half off. Yeah, no, it's I get fine. it. I get it. But Do yeah, it. You, you think he's I don't fine? Care. So I don't. What if what if his performance? He's been playing to better. He's been playing better when she's around. So he okay. has been though. There, there you go. You and know, like I, that. I got, I got, I got no problem with it. I mean, if they were like losing all the time, that would be one thing. Mm-hmm. But you know, they're still kicking butt when she when she shows up to the games. I don't think they've lost one yet. We all agree this is going to end poorly, though, right? I don't think so. I, I don't know, man. Maybe not, because here's the I thing. Like, all the guys she's dated in the past... Are kind of losers, Were, like, man. actors <laughs> or, or musicians, which, as we all know, Insecure. a bunch of weirdos. And this dude's, like, a straight-up, you know, he is a castle of 
dude. He's telling all of, of yeah. he's telling all of her security to like stop opening the door for her that he can do it and like saying that like if anybody were to come at Taylor like he could take them yeah, you down. Like he, he is giving he's, absolute yeah. secure in this relationship. And, yeah. If anybody leaves anybody, it may be him leaving her. I mean, because here's the world. I'm not trying to put that in the world, but I'm saying like, here's the thing is like, I feel like like Travis Kelsey like shot his shot and like it worked, but like, you know, he's, he benefits a lot more from her than she does from him from like a superstar. I mean, he, he is, but she's also getting, again, we probably wouldn't be talking about Taylor Swift right now unless Travis Kelsey was involved. I mean, you know, and you also are bringing in a lot of NFL fans that aren't Taylor Swift fans. Again, it's it's a you know even though it's a I think this is a good thing for both of them. Yeah, for sure, it's putting them, blasting them off into superstardom. And the one thing that I think that all women are taking notes and men are taking notes on is that delusion is key. Travis Kelsey started this off by making a bracelet. What did he be at that bracelets at her concert and put his phone number on it, and she called him. What? That is delusional. Like, it you works. thought it really was going to get to her? I and mean, it did? But you're, but you're Travis Kelsey. Like, if Mahoney did that. But no, how it's... many people are in her DMs and vice versa? How many people are in his DMs? I know. Then that's maybe, maybe that's why it's working because they're both such a hot commodity right now and it's working out. Just keep your delusion up, baby. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. So, food for thought. I'm a young mom. I had my daughter 18. So, I remember being a teenager. And, for example, when I was 13, I asked my mom, can I get a piercing? She said no. That same night, pierced my own self. Pierced my lip, pierced my nose. Finally... She gave in, and she was like, I'm just going to take you myself to get it done. That was 13 years old. My daughter is now 12, and she's like, Mom, you're 13 years old when you got your first piercing. Take me to get it. You know, I feel like a hypocrite because I got it done, but really my mom should have told me to sit the hell down and shut the hell up. And no. So I don't know to do. Am I a hypocrite, or do I just go with the flow? Message deleted. So as the Beastie Boys taught us, there's many things as a parent that you can demand that your children do not do, even though you do them yourself. But I mean, I don't feel like that that's a bad thing. I feel like that's because you're looking at what you did as a mistake and you don't want that for your kids too. Yeah, like I it, learned. You know, yeah, you learned from that. I don't feel like that's a bad thing. I don't know if it makes you a hypocrite. I mean, yeah, you did We're it. We're all hypocrites about literally everything. But so also, like, it's fine. It's a piercing, you know? It's not It's not the end of the world. You at 13? You, you at 13, at piercing nose your ring. nose and your lip yeah. yourself. Like, that's wild to me because I pierced my own ear when I was a kid because same thing, like, I wanted a, an earring in my left ear because it was so gangster. And, the right one. <laughs> right you one. couldn't do yeah, the right one. I couldn't one. do the right one because <laughs> you know what that means. Then <laughs> you can't do that, which is so weird. Why was that a thing? Like, you, know, if man. you did your left one, that was okay. That was two earrings, thing, also you know? gay. Was... Couldn't do that either. Like, what in the world? We were so weird. You could weird. do two and one. 
You could do, do two you, and you, one. You could do two on your left and then one on the right, and that would be okay. That's also, I feel like I would have been like, that's kind of gay, but, too. Like, no, maybe? So <laughs> that means I'm extra straight. <laughs> it's so stupid. Do we were so actually, dumb. Do you still wear earrings, any of you guys? No. Never. I, I'm the only one? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's fine. Yeah. No, it's fine. Yeah. Is it fine? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's see. I got double on each side. No, I've never thought that you were gay. Double gay. But the double gay actually cancels it out, so you're straight. Yeah, it cancels it out. I'm straight again. What weird... But I actually saw something over the weekend that was kind of having a conversation about this and all of the things that you would do as a kid to make sure that you seemed like straight as possible. And one of them was also never wearing a jacket in the winter. Yeah, why was that? that? You know what? That's that's actually kind of a thing because you know, growing up, I mean, Chris, you know, but in Minnesota. It's so cold all of the time that you have to pretend like the, the cold doesn't bother you. I, I distinctly remember as a kid, we used to beg my parents to wear shorts to school, and they had a hard and fast rule that you can't wear shorts yeah. unless it's when 50 it's, degrees outside. And you so want to do 40, that 7 degrees outside. It's 46 yeah. degrees, and we're like, come on, it's so close. Now it's 46. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm wearing shorts. I remember when like those short sleeve button-up, like almost silk-like shirts were in fashion, and that was about the time we were going to clubs, and we would stand outside of the club waiting in line in those in you could not bring a coat to a club. No, they no. had well, a anti coat no. policy. No. And we yeah. would stand yeah. there for 30 minutes just like oh. like shivering but trying to act tough. Like, Same for girls in college. I remember <laughs> wearing like heels in a dress that was so small. Yeah. And we were just we would call them you to put on your bourbon coat. You have to drink bourbon in to order to get up. warm. <laughs> bourbon coat. Your bourbon coat. Please leave a message after the tone. Hi guys, this is uh my name is Sean. Um the answer to your question about why people still use fax machines, uh, it's mostly used in hospitals and, you know, the health field because it works. Uh, some programs, some digital software and stuff between hospitals and stuff doesn't work together all the time, so fax machines are used because they always work. Message deleted. That sounds like big fax propaganda. You're mm. telling me email doesn't work? No, softwares. I guess they have to have... Isn't that what he just said? Email like, works Facts everywhere. Propaganda. Email, email wor- always works. Email always. works But everywhere. I don't think you can email, can you? Man, can you I, just email really confidential? Give, <laughs> you could You could put all my medical records out there. I don't give a damn. Yeah, man, you can say that. But I don't think the hospitals will just email you your I'll sign stuff. A, I'll sign a whatever, whatever no, release you let need me, me to do. Let me feed it into this machine from 1947. Yeah. And it's going to transmit over a special code in the magical air. And then it's going to print out on the other side. So there's going to be a physical copy that somebody can just misplace. But the beautiful Perfect. thing is, totally is that if you get a number wrong, it's not going to get sent there. How do you know? If you email something wrong, then your entire medical history is just to someone different, to Dave Barra, because he <laughs> accidentally didn't click the F and the B instead. And then, um, then everybody knows. I really hope there's a Dave Barra out there. <laughs> I do too. Yeah. Everybody knows all your stuff, Dave. Yeah, so. don't have to be. Please leave a message after the tone. No, it's a little Yeah. <laughs> hey, even the Walmart greeters don't say hi to me. What's the deal with that? Message you sound I don't know. You sound lovely. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. I think both of you all need to stop going out in public because it is dangerous to your self-esteem. Mahoney, first, you had that horrible experience with that barber. You took great offense to that. I'll never go back to that guy. I understand why. Dude, you can't tell somebody who you don't have a, you know, like I could tell you or Audrey or you could tell me because we've known each other for a long time. We have a good relationship. But we have a good relationship. So if you rolled in one day and you look like hell in a handbasket, 
I would just think, boy, Mahoney looks terrible. I wouldn't tell you that because why I would mean, I? Unless it I was would like, ask you what was going on in your weekend. Yeah, you know like, what I mean? Like, but you can't roll into somebody who you're well, supposed you to be going. Coke? <laughs> you don't roll into somebody who's supposed to be making you look better. Right. And have them like, tear you down. But Audrey, you had something that happened to you as well that is very similar. And again, I am shocked. I just cannot believe that this guy did this to me. So I go to the same guy every time for my nails. It's kind of like how we feel about hairstylists and whatever else. Oh, my wife won't go to any, the, like the only reason she changed her nail person is because unfortunately he died. He died? He died. Wow. So, but but that mean, was the like, she, she was like loved him. The, like it was yes. like, dev- it like devastated her. Yeah, no, that's a big like, deal. Because you're there multiple hours of the day. Yeah. Just kind of like whenever you have conversations with your hairstylist, you really get to know these people, right? I mean, it's the loyalty that I feel like I hold with a person. Same for hair. I do it for nails. Anything that I have done like that, I stick with one person. So, um, but I might have to decide to not see you again, Tan, because he, he straight up, he told me I was unhealthy and he looked at me, square my eyeballs. Why oh, hell no. Why did he tell you that you were unhealthy? Because he was unhealthy. looking at my nail beds and he was like, oh. Hmm. He went, oof. Yeah. He went, ugh. <laughs> huh. Sorry to laugh. Do you eat very unhealthy? <laughs> said that? And Just I said, looking at your cuticles and I was something? like, no, not really, because unhealthy to me would be like eating out all the time, blah, 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 blah. You're a pretty healthy person. I mean, like I don't eat a lot of vegetables. Like that's probably <laughs> like my biggest downfall, which is what he was getting You're at. You're a carnivore. Was, you don't need them, yeah, them, I'm, them leafy I greens. I eat boy dinners often. Yeah. No vegetables, just meat. <laughs> Give me a handful of meatballs. <laughs> so again, he's looking at my nails and he's like, oh, yeah. Um, you need to start eating more vegetables and you need to do what I do. And then he put out this whole plan. And what his plan was for me was to get more like spinach in my diet okay. and to blend up spinach uh-huh. and then add water Ugh. and then just drink spinach water. <laughs> and I, I was see. like, Tan, this is your plan like, for me. Hey, Tan, here's the idea is that you put fake nails over my terrible looking natural ones <laughs> and then they're fine. But we were trying to figure out because my nail beds, I my nail beds are horrible. I mean, I buy my nails and I've been getting acrylic nails on since I was literally probably 11 years old. Yeah. I'm 32. That's th- that's a lifelong. I could have an adult drinking booze by the time that that has been a thing in my life. You know what I mean? Sure. So I was just shocked. I was betrayed. I was in awe. And I got uh, green supplements over the weekend. Did you really? I got oh, bullied. Oh, no. You got I bullied got into bullied, it. You're man. never, now you're just what a waste of money. You're never going to make spinach water and no. drink it. No, so, no, no, no. But I got the, it's the green the mix uh-huh. that has either no flavor or I think I got apple banana or something and I just put it in water or whatever and then I got my greens for the day. So hopefully by the next time I see him, he's going to go, yep, your nails are looking much, much better. I just need the the words of affirmation. I don't like it when people are disappointed in I'm me. curious if we are onto something here where it's just, you know, you two that have been insulted by... I don't want to call them strangers, but kind of, right? Like, not people that yeah, you not- hang out with, not like the friends or family of yours, or if this is a fairly common thing. So if you have been, and you, I mean, I'm talking about had your feelings hurt by somebody <laughs> that you don't really know, 833-YO-DUMMY, leave us a message there. You can either call it and, and leave a voicemail or, uh, or text it to us. But I'm just, I'm really curious if this is a normal thing or if we're just on a cold streak right now as a show. I mean, Dave or Chris, has this happened Dude, to either of you? No, I got compliments over the weekend, to be honest. You did? Yeah. For what? I was wearing my Snoopy shirt that has a sunshine Aww. thing on it. Someone was like, oh, that's a nice shirt that kind of like brightens up my day. Uh, and then I got a couple of my hair, too. What the? Really? Salt and, the wound, man. And another guy. 
He was definitely. He was hitting on you. Yes, yeah. But that's a compliment. That's way different, man. He's like, look at this gay guy in a Snoopy shirt. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. We all know the rule that if you are running from the cops and you turn around and start going the other way, the cop is not allowed to do the same thing and you get away, right? If you cross county lines, they uh, they, they lose their jurisdiction. Yes. Uh, I learned that from Bugs Bunny. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, this guy actually thought that was going to be the case. He was running from the Florida Highway Patrol, and he pulled a U-turn and then just started going a normal rate of speed, thinking that the cop was not going to be able to also do a U-turn mm-hmm. and pull him over. Uh, turns out that was not the case. And not the only criminal that we have today in the Redneck Report that was a little mistaken. Stop me if you've heard this one before. Not a great idea to log on to the internet to try to buy yourself the services of a hitman because it's always the cops I every mean, single time. Shout out to the cops who are out there posing this hitman. I mean, it's just I like mean, a website where they just like scrape your info if you're searching I mean, on this website I don't and entering know in your information. If it's still up, but there was literally a website that was called rentahitman.com. What a joke. And people would actually go there and be like, hey, need my husband killed. Still up. <laughs> Is it really? No way. Rent a hitman, your point and click solution. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I mean, that's a great tagline. Whoa. <laughs> You're like, the cops could never come up with that. That's way too clear. And your they point did. and click solution. Wow. Oh, uh, we know there is a notice on there, Mahoney. Yeah, said, this website uses yummy cookies. Your privacy is important. For order us to maintain 100% compliance with HIPAA, Hitman Information Privacy and Protection Act of 1964, we must use cookies. By continuing to use the site, you are accepting the use of cookies. So I didn't realize there was a uh, Hitman Information and Privacy Protection Act of 1964. Yes, they are involved with HIPAA. So it sounded very official. Mm-hmm. So this woman thought uh, she would hire like one of well, the, her name. Yeah, her name is Zandra Ellis. She's 34 years old. She's Zandra's from New Orleans. fake. There's yeah. no way well, some parent no, named her no. child Zandra. So someone did because she was actually using a fake name. She was going by Jasmine Brown when she hired or was trying to hire the Hitman. Guess where? Out of all of the places that you could meet up with your supposed hitman. It's a restaurant. I'll give you that much. Guess which restaurant she decided that she was going to meet up with the man. Please tell me it was the Olive, Olive Garden, Garden or Red Lobster. Close. A little more casual somehow. Applebee's? Chipotle? Nope. Waffle House. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, hire the... I feel just bad ha- for Waffle House. Ho- well, hold up. I mean, just hire the hire one of them cooks. <laughs> no? Have they, you... Will, they will slice... They, they, you know, they come in with them, uh, the... the, 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 the Metal spatulas? Yeah, no. the hash brown <laughs> spatulas. They'll, they they slit your throat. Mahoney, have you not seen that the people of Waffle House are pleading for, like, you guys to stop coming in and trying to pick fights because they, quote, unquote, are not MMA fighters? Some BS. <laughs> have you ever been in a Waffle House when there's a fight going down? You may not be an MMA fighter, but you can throw the hell out of a salt shaker, lady. Don't give me that. I'm not prepared for this sort of fight. Those cooks have seen everything at a Waffle House. They are former felons trying to get on the proper path. I know. Dude, they are on parole, Dave. They can't be fighting. They're on parole, but it's not their fault if somebody else starts it. It is. They're going straight back to jail. Do not start fights with Waffle House workers. We're not telling you to start fights with Waffle House workers. You don't go into a Waffle House mentally and physically prepared for a fight. Every time I'm like, if I'm if I'm in the <laughs> if I'm a, a quarter mile vicinity of a Waffle House, I'm prepared. Like my spidey senses <laughs> I'm saying, are, are, man. are on high alert. You I don't feel go like, there without I, without trying to fight. I feel like this lady who was going by Jasmine Brown, like she met up with her hitman at a Waffle House for like the specific reason of you know how when there's somebody undercover, they're like you know do the drugs. She's uh-huh. like, you're like eat the eat the chunked up 
double friends. covered and smothered. Let yeah. me see you eat them <laughs> so I know you're real. This is David Mahoney. So it's a really cute thing. On, you know, Saturday and Sunday mornings, my kids always want to go out for a walk around the neighborhood. And so we'll go out for these little walks, but there's something sinister that is living in my neighborhood. And I don't know what is it is. It a, is it a pug, Dave? It's not as dangerous as that pug. Uh-huh. It's something that really is, It's it's got me a little shook because I don't know if this is just like an enormous house cat, a bobcat, or what. Mm-hmm. What is it doing? But so we've noticed it a couple of times now. There's this park that's right across the way from our house. And so we'll go on these little walks and then we'll stop by the park and the kids like to play for a little while. And it's, for the most part, pretty fun. Um, but there's been, like, these piles of feathers. And you're like, did a cat catch a bird or something? A pile of feathers. And, yeah, it's happened a couple of times where there was these just piles of feathers, but you could tell that something had gotten to whatever was left over. Sure. And this weekend, go to the park, same thing. There's a pile of feathers. And then my wife goes, did you see what's over there? And, like, on the far end of the park, there's another much larger pile of feathers, and they're black. And she's like, I walked over there, and she's like, it is horrific. Like, there's something that got a hold of some, because it had a large claw. Yeah, you so it was know, a big bird. You, wa- you want to know what it was? Probably just a hawk, A man. hawk. I, I literally saw a hawk take out two pigeons, like, three days ago. No, so, the, but so, maybe. Because I, I have seen, like, hawks flying around Dude, our neighborhood. Hey, there's nothing cooler than a hawk messing up another bird. No, no but, but so, whenever they mess with your tiny little... Dogs? Don't leave your tiny little dogs outside. Oh, Elmo. But so this, this. She's an apartment dog. <laughs> She's, She's an apartment fine. dog, but it's so funny because Dustin's always like, make sure a hawk doesn't get her. I'm like, a hawk is going to come out of my. my chihuahua. She, like, she, she weighs like five pounds, you know. I bet she is the delicious too. get them, yeah. man. Yeah. But so the, the thing that, you know, had been eaten, mm-hmm. that's not what bothered me. I did walk over there and take a look and I was like. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> you could still see the thing? Yeah, so that, that that's what freaked my wife out She's like, this was either like a large rooster or a vulture because it was black and it had like big. It killed claws. the vulture. Could be a turkey vulture. It could have been a turkey yeah. vulture. And so. Wait, I'm confused. I, the thing that's dead is the vulture. Yes. Okay. That's and terrifying. whatever killed it had to have been huge. And so I actually did some Googling. I'm like, do vultures eat other vultures? And turns out yeah. they do. They do, but not very common. Like they have to be really hungry and there's like a yeah. last well, source. Well, d- dying. For- yeah, maybe. Yeah, they're not seagulls. But something had just ripped this thing to shreds, and there was little body parts strewn well, all across the park. what was it, Dave? I don't know. That's, that's it? That's what we're you trying don't to even know? I tried to get close, and I kept... <laughs> I thought there was going to be a conclusion. No, there's no conclusion. There's something menacing that all is climax, eating All climax, no large... conclusion. <laughs> I mean, Get please. your own towel. Dave. Dave and, and Mahoney. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. The worst cover songs of the internet have landed here for your enjoyment. It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. Judy is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. How are you, Judy? 
doing good. High stakes today. 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. you got to get the artist and the song. You do have a couple of lifelines. You can tag Mahoney in once and Audrey in once if you feel like that's necessary. Let the full 30 seconds play out before you make your guess. And we'll start today with one that's actually fairly popular. 111,000 views Ooh. on this one. Here we go. No more will my green sea turn on Stop it right there. Judy, do you know that one? Again, pretty popular, 111,000 views, and I feel like it's fairly true to form, or do you need some help? That was Paint It Black by the Rolling Stones. Paint It Black by the Rolling Stones not is a, correct. Not a, bad, not a bad That's version terrible. either, yeah. you know? Not bad. Not bad. The, uh, the next one here has got seven views. Mm. Oof. So okay. a little less popular. Here we go. We've been through this such a long, long time just trying to kill the pain. Stop it there, and I'm glad that we are. Yuck. That was terrible. Uh, Judy, do you know it? I did not recognize that. Okay. Do you want to tag in Mahoney or Audrey? I'm looking at both of them, and it looks like... I could help you. Okay. This is a this is a real tough one, but it's one of my favorite bands and one of my favorite songs, so I can I can help you out if you need it. Okay, Mahoney. That oh, is yeah. November Rain from Guns N' Roses. That is correct. I'm pretty sure that was Axel singing as well. That could have been. <laughs> that was Axel. Currently. All right. So you got uh, two full points. Mahoney is burnt as a lifeline. The next one here has 9,200 views on this one. Ooh. Here we go on to number three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are strong. A lot of views for that. I know, right? What's what is wrong with you, Internet? <laughs> uh, Judy, do you know it? Love is a battlefield. There you go. You are doing awesome. All you have to do is get one more full point. Audrey is still available as a lifeline. The next one here is the real Courtney Love actually performing this. It's so her. We, actual Courtney Love. We've heard Courtney Love do cover songs before, and you know, mixed bag sometimes because sure. Courtney Love has kind of, you know, been up and down throughout uh -huh. her, the course of her life. Is this but, in the down? Uh, you know, you can decide for yourself. Okay. 10,000 views on this one. Blue, green, colors flashing. like a totally down but it's certainly not up judy you can win it right here if you can get this one and a full point do you know it 
I have no clue. Mm. I got gotcha. you. Okay, Audrey. So this song, honestly, the really only reason why I knew this song is because of TikTok. It got a lot of love on there because it was the B-side of this album to mm-hmm. begin with. Silver yep. Springs, Fleetwood Mac. There you go. Full point. Excellent use of the lifelines, and Judy gets the victory today. Well done. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Man, I really wish that the Delta Airlines crew would have given the boot to this woman. So it's always interesting to me when you see somebody that starts filming an interaction because they think that they're in the right when everyone that watches it's like, you are so insufferable. But that's exactly what happened in this situation. So, again, keep in mind, this is a, a Delta flight. It's It looks to be a packed flight. I don't know if it's totally sold out, but it was close, right? At least the, the footage that we saw looked like it was pretty pretty knee-to-knee on this flight. And there is this, I guess she's a Grammy-nominated gospel singer. Her name is Bobby Storm. She's on this flight, and they're getting ready, you know, to take off. And the crew has to come over and ask her to be quiet. And the reason why is because she is singing her new gospel song. That's oh, a she's trying to pull, like, one of those, like, trains or subways movements in New York City. Don't, don't pull that on a plane, man. I'm trying to Just sleep. Be quiet. Or, like, when Lion King on Broadway did it on a plane. So, oh, my God, that one flight where it was, like, the youth group and, the like, the youth pastor busted out his guitar and they're all, like, singing praise songs. I got stuck on soaring over, um, uh, soaring over, the, over the world at Disneyland uh-huh. one time. The ride, like, shut down and there was, like, a gospel oh. ch- church group, like, a youth group on there. And they all started singing, like, you know, whatever, your hymns and whatever. And I was just like, nah, man. This is this is not this is definitely hell. <laughs> so I can't the, leave. I'm physically strapped in, and this is happening now. So the Delta crew member has to come over and repeatedly ask her to be quiet, emphasizing the need to follow instructions for the safety of the passengers and crew. Because while they're like doing the safety announcement, she's sitting here belting yeah, out her song. Like, also, how self-important do you have to be to think like this is the time for me to start singing my new gospel song? It could so be any song. Can hear I it. mean, I, gospel music aside, it could be your rap career. It could be you be doing pop music. You could be doing country. Like it does. You they are not your fans and they are not your audience they are on a plane strapped in like i feel like you're taking advantage of your drums that's predatory so the 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 reason why the gospel thing i think was even brought into this is because when the guy came over and he's like hey you need to be quiet and she's like she's like no i will not be quiet i'm doing what god is telling me to do you know because god is telling you to sing loudly on a delta flight he's yeah. like yeah yeah i don't care about that That's i'm asking because you. then you could flip it saying that people don't want to be hearing the word of god or whatever they're silencing uh, you i mean i just god feel like that's just gross no, like, god show me the doesn't text. talk to show you me the text. Show, show me where god told you to you sing. talk to god yeah god does not talk to you no. what you're hearing inside your head are your thoughts well that's narcissism is what yes. you're hearing it's like your ego is making it to where so, people are having to be again locked into their chairs and hearing you as a part of your audience. they didn't boot her off this plane they didn't. I guess they gave her enough chances where finally she was able to realize that she was about to get the boot and uh-huh. didn't want to, and so she finally shut up. But just because she was standing up in the middle of the aisle, I just looked and like she was so it annoying. Wasn't even like she was sitting in her seat. She was just like walking up and down. Gross. Ugh. Gross. Get over here. This is David Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for David Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. There's a radio station that's already playing Christmas music nonstop 24 hours a day. What do you think of that? 
Would you work at such a station? I mean, I know you guys don't choose the music here, but still, you did choose to work at a rock station. Message Dude, I would work at a station like that in a heartbeat because you know why? You got to put in the least amount of effort and you get great ratings. So that, those bonuses come rolling in. Doing you, nothing. You would Doing work, nothing. But you are such a sap for Christmas music. Yeah. You would work at that radio station year-round. 100%. If they played Christmas music, even in the dead of summer. If they had holidays, traditions, like if there was like a, you know, like an old-school Christmas song station that existed 24-7, I would 100% like DJ it. Bro, I've got like three Christmas songs in me, and then I'm good. So one of the things, Dave, I don't remember, or I don't know if you remember this or not from last year, um, Mahoney had it timed perfectly where on his Apple ecosystem and his speakers in his house, he had it timed to where whenever he knew he was going to be entering in the home, Christmas music would start playing as like his like grand symphony to, no, to start text. his day. Your phone, like you can set it up with the uh, home automation. When you get home, you can have your, like I've got several Apple HomePods mm-hmm. yeah. can play whatever kind of music you choose. And I chose music November 1st. Whenever I get home, Christmas music is on on the inside. I love that Mahoney like pulls into the garage. It's like, he walks through the door. Hello, Santa is here. My first song that is barefoot flapping on The first song that plays is "The House" from John Williams from Home Alone. That's the first song. Oh yeah, every time. Oh, yeah. Okay. Don't you it, talk bad about John. I'm, I'm going now on board. The, I'm getting to the house, and the house is playing. You just don't know what that song's called, but you know that song. No, I know the song. Of course I do. I watched Home, watch Home Alone this weekend. The home. How'd your kids like it? They like it. I mean, they, they, they're still young enough where they don't really love it until they're breaking in. But, you know? but then, what do you mean? They're children. They like they don't understand. I was my a child part. and loved it. Yeah, but they, the favorite part is like when Kevin's winning. Not when you're three. I mean, like you don't understand the nuance. You of have like, one three-year-old. You're, you're not par- a gaggle of three-year-olds. I have a one-year-old as well. I mean, they, they she don't, doesn't even know what thumbs are. Doesn't understand the complexity of what he went through to make those booby traps. And That's, what they what they really don't understand is the complexity of being parents flying in first class and making all of your kids sit and coach while you go to yeah. Europe. That's such a boss move. That's such a like I am your parents. You will listen to me. But they also don't know what first class is. <laughs> also, what did Kevin McAllister's dad do for a living? Yeah. Just normal. Don't, t- don't tell me he was like sales. an insurance salesman. He you absolutely can't, was. You can't afford to put all 17 kids Remember on the Remember that flight. actor? He played the dirty cop in the first couple of seasons of Sopranos. That's exactly right. So he was mm-hmm. on to some dirty man. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, he's dead. Yeah. yeah. If you had a robot that could do one household chore for you, which would it be? Message deleted. Dusting. I hate dusting. I feel oh, yeah. like it's the dumbest thing ever. I can't reach all the way on the tippy top. Then I fall off the stool. All for dust. <laughs> I feel like for Mahoney, you'll just be following him around and singing Christmas music. <laughs> yes. Accurate. He's <laughs> delighting you. A robot that just delights you. Uh, I think those are called real sex tales. <laughs> and cleaning the toilets. <laughs> How cleaning off- the toilets for you? How yeah. often do your toilets need to be cleaned, man? You got to the- clean them like once a week. Yeah, you, once get, a you week? get that ring, man. Your wife's cleaning your toilets at and least once a week. You don't even know it. You don't even know. Like, if you don't, like, as a guy who lives alone right now, like, who doesn't have anybody doing anything for him, and then you realize how how much cleaning of the toilets your wives actually do. You get that. You get that. You get that weird ass ring. We are under. We are underappreciated. 
As yep. toilet cleaners. I'm going to try this line when I get home, and we'll see how it goes. <laughs> Babe, I got you that really expensive ring so you could get rid of those really weird rings. <laughs> yeah, that's going to go. I think that would go really well. I think you should try that. You should, you should do that. I support that. Uh-huh. I think you should come back to us and let us know tomorrow how that goes for you. You do that, she's going to wring your neck. <laughs> okay, you knuckleheads. I know you've been drunk before. What is the craziest thing you ever did while you're drunk? Message to Lost $10,000 and five hands of blackjack. He didn't say talk to you later, bye. <laughs> Was that him? Yeah. He didn't do the say talk to you later, bye. He's on to it. I don't know. I've done a lot of stupid stuff. I don't know if I've ever, you know, I don't know if I've ever done what Mahoney just said he did with $10,000 yeah. or whatever. Man, that was, that was I real got dumb. stories. How much time you guys got? <laughs> <sighs> Ran through a glass door before. You did? Oh, yeah. Intentionally? Uh, kind of. Okay. <laughs> uh, bro- I, broken some limbs drunk. Yeah. I did jump off a balcony, uh, uh, a second-story balcony, to go fight a guy. How did that they, go? Uh, he ran away. What, in the Batman? What do yeah. you mean? You just, they, like, they, did you do that really annoying, like, stance that all, like, Spider-Man does? when you jump dude. down and you have the one arm up in the air? No, that's how he you're... thought it was going to look. And so she was like, <laughs> nah, man. I, I... <laughs> well, I they, 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 were, they were blocking the door. My friends went, my friends and the girl who I was seeing at the time were blocking the door so I couldn't go outside and fight this guy. So I went out to the, uh, I went out to the you know, the, the second-story porch and then jumped off of it. And, and we're like, ha, I'm behind and you. The, the guy saw me coming, then he ran to his car and drove off, and I ran after you that really car. You really think that, that that's what happened? A hundred percent. You don't think that oh, he saw gonna... you plummet to the ground, he's like, ah, oh, the ambulance is coming soon. <laughs> I better get he out of know, here. He didn't, he the didn't authorities know. are on the way. He didn't even know about me jumping off the thing. He just saw me that I was coming out. <laughs> I, and it would be way cooler you, the, if he saw you jump off of the balcony. The, what do you mean? He missed that whole part? Well, because the there the there's, the, there's the front of the apartment, and then oh, there's like gotta, the back of the apartment. You got to call him back so that you can see Get you jump here. off the balcony. Yeah, like that's the dramatic part. I mean, I didn't like. You just saw you like walk around the corner and thought you exited. No, the I was running. Uh-huh. I was, dude, I had so much adrenaline going through. I mean, because I was also super drunk. So much adrenaline going through my body at that point. Uh-huh. I got I I to beat up an elk. You're lucky. Oh, an elk? That's the animal of choice. <laughs> you you want to mess with an elk? No, you man. Think you, could, you think you could take an elk sober? I mean, I don't know if you could take one when your femurs are broken my from the jumping off young bones. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Audrey, from your lips to grocery executives' ears, it's finally happening. Go on. Uh, grocery chain. It's not one of the big ones, uh, but still. Uh, they say they are removing self-checkout because not only do customers hate the self-checkout, they say that they, as the executives, also hate them because, quote, we like to talk to people. Thank goodness, man. I have been saying this for what feels like years I feel like people just miss a personal experience. I know that certain things obviously might be more convenient for you to go through on self-checkout. Don't eliminate all of them. But we're seeing, I mean, the, the Walmart right by my house has gone only self-checkout. Yep. The entire thing is self-checkout only. So, I mean, I just want to be able to have some sort of human connection. And I know that probably is going to get an eye roll, but I think it's really important. And the further we distance ourselves from that, I feel like we're going to be digging ourselves into a hole. Well, because you can't make, we want it to go backwards, but can it? Because, you know, you look at these publicly traded companies and all that matters is the The absolute bottom line. And if you start adding expenses like, you know, people back into the mix oh, God. then how are they going to ever make their billionaires another billion dollars right 
Yeah, so, I mean, responses to the removal are kind of divided. Some applaud the move while others express concern because, you know, longer lines and everything else. Oh, but- an inconvenience of your time. See, I, that drives me insane. Where it's just... Where are you going where you can't wait an extra four minutes and in a also, line? And also, self-checkout is not faster not than faster. The, somebody it's who's professionally, yes. you know, able to, like, you. here's the thing. You know, you know what place does it right? I, and I will tell you this. Trader Joe's knocks it out of the park every time because... They're like you get you get like more than you get more than a certain amount of people on a line. They ring that bell or they call them up, and then they 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 like they're like a SEAL Team Six, <laughs> SEAL Team Aisle Six. They show up and they start checking and bagging like like the Dickens. I mean, yeah, that's but, fair. My honey, I'm, I'm not you. sure that's everyone's experience because you dress like a Trader Joe's employee. Like you look like you are. Bob from the corporate office. I wish I was. <laughs> Doing like some undercover boss. Uh-huh. <laughs> like he's rolling through there and he's got like a slightly nicer Tommy Bahama shirt on than the rest of them. They're like, oh, he clearly works My for, Tommy the, for the home the office. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just feel like we're putting ourselves into a, like an efficiency kind of nightmare where we're expecting all of these things to get done super quick. And then we're going to not have jobs for people who are, you know, entry level workers, kids who are, you know, trying to find some sort of middle middling uh, middle way job between you know maybe getting a second job I don't know I feel like it's just kind of like squeezing out that demographic of yep. of job seekers oh I mean that was one of my first jobs was working in a grocery Same. store and I, my favorite people on the planet are baggers and cashiers yeah. like without question and I would I, you know as a strapping young man I'd ask them if they, if they need a little help out to the car and sometimes able-bodied young women would be like, yes, you can help Give me a with the grocery. Five, mm-hmm. A little five I, I, I distinctly remember the $5 <laughs> tips that I got because I'd like double my salary. Yeah, man. Time. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Dave and Mahoney present, Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout? Probably not. Chris is joining us today for a round of Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout? Chris, I don't know if you know this, but Mahoney ascended from not one, not two, but three different community colleges. How far did you get in your education? Uh, I went to ASU. Okay. Did uh, did you graduate from ASU? I did. It took, uh, you know, five and a half years, but yes. (laughs) Same trajectory as me. About the same amount of time I spent in community college. Lots of education, some degrees. All right, so Mahoney is going to exit the room. He is going to go to a soundproof space where he's not able to hear. You guys are going to be asked the same questions today. And because of this time of year, Audrey, it is the Thanksgiving edition of Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout? Cute. Mm Mm-hmm. We are cute. That's what we strive for. (laughs) All right, here we go, Chris. Uh, Question number one, when was the first Thanksgiving celebration? Was it A, September of 1492, B, October of 1621, or C, November of 1838? Hmm. I'm going to go 1621. All right. So um, I'm not going to tell you if you got them right or wrong until Mahoney came back in, but there is something I should remind you of, and that is that you do have one pass today. You can choose to use that whenever you want. Uh, That answer is in the bag. Here we go on to question number two. True or false, President Franklin D. Roosevelt officially made Thanksgiving the fourth Thursday of every November to help boost the economy for the holiday season. True or false? True or false. I'm going to say true. All right. Question number three. How long was the first Thanksgiving celebration? Was it A, one day, B, three days, or C, eight days? Should be eight. Should be eight. Damn right. 
Maybe more. I'm, oh, gosh. Um, I'm going to go with three. All right. Question number four. Since 1966, what two NFL teams have always played on Thanksgiving Day? Uh, the Dallas Cowboys and the Detroit Lions. All right. Question number five, true or false, turkey was the main dish served at the first Thanksgiving. Ooh, I'm going to say false. All right. So that's five. You didn't use your pass. I'm just going to go ahead and ask you the last one in case we uh, we need it for a tiebreaker. Which president made Thanksgiving a permanent national holiday? Uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Okay. And that'll do it, Mahoney. Can re-enter the room. I didn't realize how much I did not know anything about Thanksgiving. <laughs> how many do you think you would have gotten correct there, Audrey? I'm not sure if I would have gotten any of them. Maybe okay. true or false, because okay. that's a 50-50 shot. Yeah. But <laughs> Flip of the coin. All right. I'm interested to see how Mahoney does. Mahoney, how do you feel that your Thanksgiving knowledge is? Uh, I mean, I know that I like turkey. And gravy, okay. man. Okay. Yeah, that's All about right. that's about where it stops. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. I know they pardon turkey every year. Question number one: When was the first Thanksgiving celebration? Was it A. September of fourteen ninety two, B. October of sixteen twenty one, or C. November of eighteen thirty eight? Uh, that would be B. B is October of sixteen twenty one. Both you and Chris got it correct. Well done. Why do we Help. push it to November? I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, every country has a different, like, harvest festival. So we pushed ours to November, huh? Yeah, well, it's probably just more convenient near the end of the year. We don't want to work. To be fair. We're like, we got to get a, we got to get a three-day, you know, a three-day work week out of this. Mm-hmm. And then a very, uh, you know, uh, a shopping holiday there as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, question number two, true or false, President Franklin D. Roosevelt officially made Thanksgiving the fourth Thursday of every November to help boost the economy for the holiday season. True. True is correct. Both of you got that right. And I guess, Audrey, that's why we moved it to November. Just to, to answer your question. Yep. Okay. Question number three, Mahoney. How long was the first Thanksgiving celebration? Was it A, one day, B, three days, or C, eight days? Eight days. I'm sorry, Mahoney, that is incorrect. You got that one wrong. Chris actually got that right. Chris, three for three so far. You two out of three. Mm-hmm. Okay. How question- long was it? Three days. It was three. Okay. It was three days. Okay. Yeah. Uh, question number four, since 1966, what two NFL teams have always played on Thanksgiving? Uh, well, uh, uh, under their, 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 new, their new name. Their new name? It's not the Jaguars. Just go ahead and guess. No, it's, the cow- it's, it's always been Cowboys and uh, the Commanders mm. or the Redskins. No. No? They always play. It's the Cowboys and the Lions. It's the Cowboys really? and the Lions over here, yeah. I okay. thought it was them too, yeah. Mahoney. So Mahoney got that incorrect. Uh, Chris got that correct. Final question, mm-hmm. unless you want to use a pass here, Mahoney. True or false, turkey was the main dish served at the first Thanksgiving? False. False is correct. And Chris also got that right. In fact, Chris went five for five. Mahoney, wow. you got three out of These five. These are really dumb questions. They're today. not really dumb questions. These no, are educational. Nobody cares. This nobody, is history. Nobody yeah. cares about this trivia. It's it, it's perfectly time for this time of nah, year. Nah, man. They, are you saying they don't care about it because you got them wrong? Yes. That is exactly what I'm saying. Got it. Well done, Chris. I learned a lot today. Yeah, me too. Too many multiple choice questions. My belly of knowledge is full. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show.
Please leave a message after the beep. Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Audrey, you got to play Mary F. Kill with the rest of the show. No. Message deleted. No. (laughs) No, because it's going to be awkward for everyone in the room when she has to decide who she's going to (laughs) marry. The beautiful thing of all of us being much older than Audrey. That was very mean. We are like a big brother to her. Yes. Yes. It's fine. And And we're not into that kind of stuff. I would kill all of you. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Hey, guys. I'm listening to you guys talk about eating wings, and I'm thinking over here, why don't you guys take the bones out of the flat to eat the meat in one bite? Tell Tell him, because Dave was the one who was telling me that the flats are not good and that he is a uh, leg guy or bone, whatever they're called, drumstick guy. yeah. Drummy, no, yummy, you're just, in you, tummy. You just don't know how to eat them correctly. Uh, so that's incorrect. So I don't know what it is with you weird-ass women that love to eat the flats like you're in the middle, like you're Jeffrey Dahmer at a crime scene. I, I mean, the way that you eat the wings, like, are you one of those people that you don't clean your fingers until oh, you're done? Absolutely not. I know. I'm I'm getting the goo off my fingers all the way through. In between the, the eating of the wings? Yes. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm not one of those that just lets the goo just sit. Just like there. it's like running down your forearms, no, uh-uh. just like a weirdo? Absolutely not. Okay, all right. Why, were you just going to tell me that that's another wrong way to eat wings or something? Or That's that, most of the- Most people eat them like that because most people don't lick their fingers because like germs. But to me, um, I like to boost my immunities. Germs, really? Is that, is that why? Yeah. You know, wash yeah, your think hands Think about before. all of the stuff you touch. One of the things I don't like about that and ribs, uh, and I, you know, you can judge me however you want the way I eat ribs. I eat ribs with a knife and a fork. I don't like having bones in my mouth. Like, that's why I like drummies. I eat on the outside. Bone never goes in my mouth. You don't get close? You just leave meat close to the bone? Yeah. That's wasteful. Is what it is. I don't like bones in my mouth. Okay. Hmm. I feel like there's a lot of very easy jokes to make there, so we're just not going to do that. But, um... You're also a big guy, like, when when it comes to eating pizza, you also eat that with a knife and a no, fork, No, I do right? not. Yeah. Unless it's deep dish. <laughs> if you're eating, like... Well, even the thin crust, the, the cracker thin crust, mm-hmm. Mahoney. I've, I've seen, seen it. Yeah, every time. Spork as well. Yeah, love sporks. Big spork guy. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Glitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So Brie Larson right now is all over the place. Audrey, you were talking about how you had started that show, Lessons in Chemistry, on Apple TV Plus. Pleasantly surprised. I am. Uh, I'm caught up to it. You're only in, just like an episode in because I can't episode. show cheat. Meaning, yeah. I started it with my fiance, and I can't just watch it without him now. Even though I know I'll probably not watch it for another month. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it goes. But it, uh, she's obviously the star of that show, and uh, she's also the star of the new Marvel movie that just came out called Marvels. And it opened with $42 million at the box office, and Mahoney was quick to jump down my throat and tell me how awful that is. Uh, Dave, $47 million. Oh, it's, it went up. Okay. So, I think yeah. if you include the, uh, you know, if you include all the days, it's okay. $47 million. But, uh, yeah, this is the lowest opening in uh, modern Marvel, like the Marvel Cinematic Universe history. So, I mean, that's like... 38 movies or something along that along those lines. So they've had a lot of movies. You know, I mean, Brie Larson, there's uh, some people think that she uh, has alienated part of her fan base. 
And uh, whether that's true or not, or it's just that Miss Marvel was never really that big of a comic. I, I mean, feel like maybe- that's probably more it because I did see that she was having to go on not necessarily like an apology PR tour, but basically just a PR tour because I don't know if you knew this, Mahoney. I had no idea that there was another Marvel movie coming out until you just said it earlier, Dave. I, I, knew, no it was co- I, knew, I knew it was coming out, you know, because... You know, the, but for the, the average person who's not necessarily deep into the Marvel universe, sure. I wouldn't have known. Well, and also, let's be real. Like, the Marvel universe has just spun and spun and spun again. It's like, you know, when it first started, it was you had Iron Man and you had Captain America and you had, like, these big kind of tent poles. And now it's like, who is Miss Marvel? I Like, I didn't get into all the Loki stuff. Like, there's just so many different characters. Because we're not in that universe. I know, Dave. but it's who can possibly keep up with it? I mean, it? I've keep up with it because yeah. I, see, I see literally every Marvel movie. And you, you don't have any interest in this one? I'll see it, but I'm not going to see it in the theater. I'll wait till it comes out on Disney+, Plus, which apparently is also going away at some point. But which that's is a, a whole different that's a, story. That's a whole other story. But there's the the, the Miss Marvel TV show that was on uh, Disney+, Plus, which I actually really liked. And Captain Marvel, I just... Again, I don't like Brie Larson personally. I think she's a, a beautiful woman, but like I, I'm just not a fan of her acting, and I'm just not a, really a fan of that particular franchise inside the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, mm-hmm. for me personally, mm-hmm. so uh, you know, we'll see what's uh, we'll we'll see what's next. You know, I'm looking forward to again. I think that Marvel still has some big stars on their hands. I think you know Tom Holland. Is the best thing that probably could have happened to Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, the way that he has played Peter Parker and, you know, even though they share that intellectual property with Sony, I think it's a, I think it's it's the easily going to be their biggest because everybody loves Spider-Man to begin with. Tom Holland has been, you know, a darling. But we've got some other ones coming out. I think the, you know, when they re-release Blade, uh, you know, who knows when that one's coming out with Mahershala Ali. I think a lot of people... Oh, is he going to be Blade? Hell yeah, he oh, is. Wow, Which, cool. I mean, again, it's going to be hard to top Wesley Snipes because Wesley Snipes was amazing. But I think if anybody could do it, Mahershala Ali could uh, give that uh I feel like he needs justice. to go to jail for, uh, for tax evasion in order to really, like, bring well, the Well, after he makes the money, Dave, yes, then exactly. he can. I think that Wesley Snipes never should have gone to jail for tax evasion. I would agree. It was an honest mistake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Gordon Ramsay and his wife have welcomed their sixth child. Sixth? Uh, sixth, yeah. Was it on his birthday? His birthday just happened. He recently just turned 57 years old, and yeah, they just had another baby. Uh, big old boy too. Uh, seven pounds ten ounces. Seven uh, they, pounds a big that's baby. The size of a brisket. <laughs> I mean, that's a seven pounds ten ounces. That's a big old boy, right? Isn't uh, it? I don't think I think so. Boy, babies are normally like five to six. I right? feel like I should know this, but I don't. Whatever. Uh, either way, they uh, they. Dave, do you know the sizes of your children when they popped no, out? You no. don't know. What? You don't remember? No, they're. I mean, they're balls of goo. Like, I mean, I know that you don't it's remember what down the somewhere. size of the goo was. No, I mean, I know that they they measured them like they're a bass, like, which is that's just the I'm weirdest saying. thing. They grab them and like stretch them yeah, out. They have little tape measure. What? You know. The uh, normal size baby? A bi- like, uh, to be considered a big baby, according to michiganmedicine.org and Google. Incredible. Uh, <laughs> being eight pounds. So close. It's close to being a big baby. It's a small baby. Yeah, it's a teeny baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, these two have been married since 1996. They now have six kids. They said this is it. Uh, three boys, three girls, but uh, congratulations to Gordon Ramsay and his wife. Congratulations to Gordon. Um, apparently, I don't follow him on TikTok, but he is a fantastic follow because his daughter, who's old, the, one of the oldest daughters, mm-hmm. just runs him over. Like, she is like Hell's Gordon Kitchen Ramsey to, to Gordon, Gordon. That's funny. <laughs> Dave. Dave and, and Mahoney. Yeah, I hate to see this. You know, we all worked in the service industry for a long time. Turns out that most Americans are crappy tippers. Uh, yeah. 
But what do you mean? So nearly 12,000 people were surveyed by the Pew Research Center regarding their tip attitudes, and the majority, 57% of American, they tip 15% or less for a sit-down meal. So why is 15% now considered to be a bad tip? 15% or less for a sit-down meal? No, I mean, I hear you, but but you're including 15% in there, because which that's you, crappy. That's a crappy tip. It's no, not 15% a crappy. Fifteen is what it's a. Fifteen percent is like good. Twenty percent is excellent. So fifteen percent is like at the 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 normal average of what most they, people take. You know, really? there, there's been yeah. this push to like it's twenty percent, but that's just that is that's because we were in the service industry and we know twenty percent. Even if the service is like sucks, a it's twenty percent. Like I mean, if but that's because we've been in the service industry. That's I mean. Like you shouldn't have to experience it to know. No, that. but like there's. I also get like Tip you know fatigue. if you weren't in the really? service industry and you're tipping fifteen percent because your service sucked, that you're still just like. Eh. I don't know, man. The tipping culture in this country has gotten out of control because, again, restaurants. One thing that's fine. I was at a, I was at a place over the weekend. Go, this Mediterranean place, I go in there, I order my food, you know, the, they, flim, they fling the screen around, you know, and it's a... It's just going to ask you a few questions. It will, yeah, right. Uh, and, but you, you know, don't know what the questions are, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, two entrees where you go get your own drink and you seat yourself, Yeah. you know, was $60. I tipped 25% because that was the highest one. I was feeling like in a good mood. The uh, cashier just stares at me blankly, doesn't say, even say thank you. And I go back, and I'm like, why, why am, am I, I tipping, tipping this if I'm not even, if I can't even get a thank you? Oh, you have to be, you have to be a For the additional $15 the, the tip. Well, because they're yes. not even doing anything. It's part of the service. And not only that, Mahoney, I feel like tip fatigue is a real thing because whenever I'm even sitting down at restaurants, for the most part, they're adding a lot of these, like, super secret um, they see, charging feels, you for like using your credit card. Yeah, they're yes. charging you for using your credit card. Um, I don't want to say just gratuity because I mean, if you have a large table, gratuity is just usually added. But then, on top of that, you don't even really see it until because the tip thing is still there. So a I, lot of times, people get double. If you don't, don't tell me that we've included a gratuity, that is your tip. That is my that is my rule. Like yeah. if you say, hey, I, they, they they you know I can't help it. We, they've auto graded it. I'm sorry about that. Then it, then I go. Above and beyond, but if you don't say it and you and you and you you kind of fly it under the radar, then that's that is your that is your tip. And a lot of restaurants now, I don't know if you guys have experienced this. Whenever you're going out, like on a double date or whatever, um, they won't split checks. I've gone really? to some restaurants where oh. they're like, even if it's just two checks or whatever, and it's like annoying to have to pick it up because then like whatever, like I'm not in a space where I can afford four other people's meals. You know what I mean? So it's like okay, well, sure, I can do this, but then. Like, like, why? Like, I also worked in the service industry where I had to give 11 different people 11 different shots because I worked in a college bar. And I was certainly, my POS system was certainly able to splice it up that way. So how come yours can That was many years ago. <laughs> that was long, in the, the days long, of the war. long time ago. <laughs> yeah. let, me, let me tell you guys something cool about when it comes to uh, Autograt is that I've got four kids. And so no, Dave. that's six people. And so a lot of times if I go out to a restaurant, I'll just get Autograted, even though like, some of them are babies. You know, they're like... Infants. infants. You have like a, a year old. A literal baby. I'm okay yeah. with the... And, and that's this particular situation. If it just... If it wasn't like a, a like a flat fee, you yeah. know, or, or a, like it's like it's, you got six people. So we're char- we're throwing an extra $20 on top of the 15 or 18%. Like hidden but if you, throw, I, if you throw the 18% on there, that's your tip then. I never mind being autograded because... Generally, it comes in at like 18% or something. It's less than, less than what I would have tipped anyway. Anyhow. 
But when you don't tell me about it, that's when yep. it becomes a problem. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a so I just had a man attempt to run me off the road so he can get into the proper lane to get onto the freeway. It was actually very scary, annoying, and stressful. So to the lovely man in the blue pickup truck with the camper and the sticker that says, let's go bite it on the back of his window, I hope you Okay, you guys have a good day. Message deleted. You call us. That is exactly what the voicemail line is for. 833-YO-DUMMY. If somebody frustrates you and you have no recourse otherwise, it's entirely possible that if you call... And tell that guy to go to hell. And we broadcast it. He might hear it. Blue pickup, though. You don't see a lot of blue pickups. You really don't. See a lot of white, a lot of black. Unless they're older. I feel like you see older pickups. I feel like an S10. The only pickups I ever used to see were like old-ass lowered S10s. (laughs) My neighbor's got a blue pickup. And you know what? It's a good look. It's a nice looking what kind pickup. Of, what kind of pickup is it? It's though? like a, a Chevy? Chevy Silverado. Yeah, I feel like, like all blue ones in are blue? Chevy in blue, and it's it's not like a like not like my it's Ford like a Probe. Cobalt blue. I don't even know what a cobalt blue is. It's like it's, an electric blue. It's no, no, no. That's that's too close to the periwinkle blue Ford Probe that I had. It's uh, it's more of like a a navy blue. It's kind of a nice look. Yuck. It's too dark. Don't you yuck his pickup truck? Too dark. Too dark. Don't don't yuck the truck. I will yeah. never own a dark vehicle ever again. Why? White's so clean, man. It just really is. Like, white with black rims. Like, that's the thing I got to do on my car. I got to put black rims. I got to get my car or my rims powder-coated. Dude. Black. I got in Mahoney's car the other day, and he's playing Country Grammar by Nelly loud. Oh, Mahoney. Just relive that time. Let him relive He went to one high school over from me. No, I know that you've got your whole speech ready to go here to defend yourself but I look over at Mahoney just give him a little side eye and he so sheepishly just turns it down he wasn't who he was when he got out of the car that's happened to me before too though. that happens a lot man I, like the person that got out of this car that's not the same person that's getting back in this car yeah. I want I, I gotta I gotta put some subwoofers in my car oh my sure that's yeah. Yeah. Mahoney yeah. you have great speakers in your car and if you get them louder you're gonna end up Doing what this lady just had to endure, and you're going to accidentally cut her off because I you drive, can't pay attention because it's so safe, loud. I'm the safest driver on this show by far. By far. I'm the what safest that, driver. What does that even mean? I am the most considerate and safest driver on got this that show. App tracking thing now. Yes, is that why? It's all, the only reason why you're a safe driver is because if not, you're going to get penalized by Geico because you're on <laughs> SIM and you've allowed them to access how fast you push the gas pedal. SIM. Please leave a message I'm a boomer, and this is a message for my fellow boomers. You take the shopping cart, and you walk it around the store every aisle for an hour and ten minutes. Then you check out, you go to your car, and then you don't want to walk the extra ten feet to put so the cart back in the corral Preach. so you park it up in the planter after you push the dang thing all over the store for 90 minutes lazy 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 lowest form of humanity absolutely <laughs> if you do not return your cart to the corral you are not going to heaven <laughs> 
save the whales. Message deleted. <laughs> First off, that's just not a boomer thing. No, either. I don't like, know, that's dude. All, that spans all generations. No, man, I don't think I the boomers mo- are the worst. Uh, I think they're the youngest generation. I think. I think. No, you don't think so? No, I've absolutely seen- not. Because this guy is pretty spot on every single time. And I'm a millennial. Everyone hates me. So take this with a grain of salt. And not just because you're a millennial. And I'm not saying this is a bad thing about boomers. I just do think that they just say that this is this is as far as I'm going. I, I'm not going to do anything else. This is this is it for me. And then they get in their cars. I don't ever see Gen Z going to the grocery. Gen Z doesn't go to the grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this, the, the last one that I saw that was the most egregious is there was this dude, and he was wearing a Merce. I understand. They're functional. Uh, and he mm-hmm. took all of his stuff out of his cart, put it into his vehicle, and then turned around and took the cart and went, and just pushed it into the middle of the parking Insane. spot. Insanity. I wanted to take his Merce off and beat him with it. That's insane. That would, I feel like that's, yeah, I, if I'm on that jury, not guilty. Not guilty. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, it's Hot Tub Lori from the Hot Tub. Hey, I was wondering, you know, sometimes I can just lay in here and moan and moan. It feels so good. <laughs> and I would think all my neighbors know I'm not having sex. Like, who would moan that long? What do you think? Message deleted. Let me live your life, man. I love that you are laying in your hot tub moaning while listening to us, and you're like, I need to tell them how much I moan. That (laughs) call right there has makes me want to get an above ground hot tub. Yeah, like like a like a spa with like just some real powerful jets that you never wash. You don't need to wash it. See. Chlorine in there. Those it jets washes are, itself. Those, yeah, it? yeah, jets washes, wash yeah. itself. Just turn the jets up faster. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Did you guys watch the Jinx on HBO? Sure did. Boy, that was a wild show, wasn't it? It was. I mean, I feel like that was the first, to me, true crime style documentary that got legs in like viral stardom. Everyone was talking about how wild that show was. So it's been a few years since it came out and because it was pre-pandemic, I feel like that almost doesn't exist in time anymore. In 2010 when that came out, right? I mean, it's been a while. It's been a while. I don't know if it was 2010, but it's it's been a while since that show came out. But it was the story of Robert Durst. He's, you know, this son of a billionaire. He's got all kinds of money. He's killing people and then you realize that he's killed multiple people and he's gotten away with it and then he admits to it without realizing he's got a hot mic on he forgot he had a microphone they couldn't have written this better it was wild played out better the the reason why it is coming back up because to your point audrey it's been almost 10 years since this came out which is hard to believe uh is that there's going to be a sequel to it and you're like wait a minute didn't He, he die he gone He's dead. There you go. Um, but I guess there are still, I mean, because this guy was just so wild and so brazen with the way that he approached things, including the killings that he did and everything else. Um, I guess that when he did finally get imprisoned for it, uh, he died in January of 2022, just four months into his life sentence. But he got arrested and put in jail and was on trial and all that. And the way that they're going to be making a sequel to this, which I don't imagine is going to be as good as the original. Because, no way it can be. Yeah, but it can be interesting for sure. They they have got a whole bunch of never released uh, interviews with new witnesses, including uh, prison calls that he made as well when he was locked up. Wow. And so you're like, you know what? I am actually pretty interested because I enjoyed that first series so much, and I thought that the documentary team did such a good job with it. Because you, you got to think, I mean, like they 
they tricked him into basically ratting himself out. Yep. So as far as like documentary crews that went above and beyond to get a confession, but they were having to chase this guy around to get him to sit down and do interviews and you know play to his vanity and everything else. I think it's pretty promising that uh, that the second season, although it won't be as good as the first one, will still be a pretty good watch. One of my favorite things that um, kind of is exists, especially like on Netflix. I don't know what platform this is going to be on. Dave? It'll be on HBO. HBO? Okay, Mm -hmm. so one of my favorite things that I think that Netflix has done super well, and HBO has done this obviously amazing as well, or else we wouldn't be talking about the Jinx to start, but they're doing a lot of these, the killer speaks, the, uh, you know, the the killer tapes or whatever, just like this, where they've done it with Ted Bundy, they've done it with Jeffrey Dahmer, you know, they've done it with John Wayne Gacy. There's so many of these that they're able to kind of now take because it's public record, you know, uh, and transform it into this larger than lifestyle documentary. So this will be really interesting. I don't know if we're going to learn anything new from this, but it'll at least be a different perspective. It's just wild that, you know, the Durst family is, you know, linked to this huge New York estate dynasty, and they they currently own a significant stake in the One World Trade Center. I mean, just to give you an idea of like how rich and powerful this family was. But I mean, there was murders going on all the way back to the 80s with him. I mean, his wife mysteriously disappeared in 1982. Anybody and that, who's been, who just like disappeared around that guy, he 100% murdered. Dude, yeah. what's so crazy is that I don't know how you get away and have done it for that money. long. Yeah, money. Yeah. But I mean, it's unbelievable that money and influence can get you out of and murder. Then his, uh, you know, and then Fred Durst uh, distracted all of us for many years and I we know. all just forgot about it. Yeah. What? What do you mean? I don't get the reference. Oh, uh, well, because Durst, this guy's name is Robert Durst, and oh. his his son Fred Durst killed the whole genre of music. I thought it was him the whole time, just wearing a red hat. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen all at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs>